Hi, I'm Haley Rose, your oldest and most charming good boys girl. And I just wanted to take a moment uh, before this episode starts to address something that we forgot to address when we recorded this episode back in October, which is that this episode drops on November the 9th, which is the day after uh, November the 8th, which of course is Justin and Travis's shared birthday. So on behalf of Blue and myself uh, and us here at the Good Boys Girls, we wanted to just say happy birthday, boys. We hope you had a wonderful, wonderful day, and we thank you for all that you do to make our lives and the lives of so many fans like us just that much better. And it's actually rather fitting that this episode is coming out the day after their birthdays because the guest that we got for this episode is an absolute gift. So with all that being said, and without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy The Good Boys Girls with Drew Davenport. Take it away, Trav. Hi, this is Travis McElroy, your middleest good boy, and you're listening to The Good Boys Girls. Have fun! The medicines, the medicines that Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon. Welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. I'm your co-host, Haley Rose. I'm your co-host, Lily Blue. And we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. Um, hi. And today, hi, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I forgot our thing. Yeah. Um, got too many, too many, too many pokers in the fire. Um, too many jumbles in your jimbles. Too many... <laughs> Too many jumbles in my jimbles. That was a Griffin-worthy um, sentence right there. If I ever that was one. a Griffin-worthy sentence. Um, <laughs> but we have we have today a very very special guest and our first guest on the podcast, mind you. Um, uh, this that 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 being, of course, none other than level nine thousand Yadru Druid Drew Davenport. Uh, from the annals of Yahoo itself, coming forth, being 13 feet tall, as wide as a bull, and uh, just bringing bringing the thunder as far as the fandom is concerned. Uh, Drew, would it be uh, wrong to say you're the number one fan of my brother, my brother, and me? I think. Uh, hi everyone. I'm Jimble Jumbles. First of all, um, <laughs> <laughs> the number one fan, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh no, no, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I I think it I think it's fair to say. I, think I mean it's safe like, to say. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I They're mean, gonna you... come for me on Twitter now. Oh, All yeah. the other number one fans. <laughs> <laughs> um but you have uh you've submitted over three hundred um Yahoos to the boys, right? Like it's um, an absurd quantity. To be honest, I've got over two hundred on the show. And I probably okay. submitted somewhere around twelve hundred. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. Zowie. So the ratio is really up there. Yeah. So here's my question: What? How do you? First of all, how do you find them? And when do you find them? Like, how much time do you spend skimming Yahoo? Yeah, just trolling uh, through Yahoo. Uh, my secrets, my secret techniques. Oh um, no! Well, if you don't want to reveal your secrets, no, 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 no. I'll give them. I'll give them up. Don't let anyone hear this episode, though. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Scouts. Yeah. The the uh, I don't spend that much time because it gets really depressing being on Yahoo Answers. Yeah, I was gonna say, how's your brain not like jelly beans by now? It's oh, it's. <laughs> I, I, I go into it with a healthy dose of these are, people wrote these as jokes, right, Drew? They gotta be jokes. They gotta be fake. <laughs> <laughs> no one's really like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, I do a lot of it, um, at least in the old days, while I was on the clock at my day job. Mm. Ah, so perfect. that, like, really helps when you're getting paid to do it. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, the yeah, they, dream. uh, the the hard part like it, it is it is just being on there because you know you go through the lists you go through the main page main page is usually where I find a lot of them because mm-hmm. you want something mm-hmm. new and then mm-hmm. front page is new right but like it just like oh my 
God. Just after a while, it's like, all right, today's not the day. There might be some on there, but today's not the day. Yeah. Just can't so. handle it some days. Yeah. Well, you've picked some some absolute gems. Do you have any favorites that like stand out to you personally? Oh, it's... yes. Yes? Oh, yes, there is one that, that I like. I can, oh, yeah. Let me put me on the spot here, but I think I got it. The one where um, there's a professional chef, I forget his name, but the Yahoo was all cap locks, and it was, you cannot put almonds in a Chinese chicken salad. You are pushing my ideals. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that one is, I like that one a lot. Oh, my gosh. Did the boys pick that one up? <laughs> it was one of the, the last, yeah, it was a final Yahoo. I kind of love getting the final Yahoos. Oh, yeah. The final Yahoo, oh, yeah. I feel like, is a, is, a, is a true honor because it has to be the one that they can't do anything with. Yes. <laughs> they it's can't gotta, push it. It's got to stand on its own. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So you've been listening to My Brother, My Brother, and Me for how long? Oh, my God. I don't know. In years? To- I started listening at episode 30. Wow. So mm-hmm. you really are, like, stand number one. <laughs> uh, yeah. A friend of mine put it on during a road trip, as that was the way to, you know, show people podcasts mm-hmm. back when I was that young. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was it. I started listening. I just got a job that allowed me to listen to music during the day, and I was like, okay, I'll check out podcasts. And that was the first podcast I listened to. Wow. Yeah. What a... What a eventful day and so you you listened to it and you know you heard that they were taking submissions for for yahoo or had they i okay so full disclosure uh me being a big old fake fan over here is like oh come on now i have not i have not listened to the early episodes because i heeded griffin's warning griffin said don't listen to the early episodes don't do it and so i was like okay griffin i won't i (laughs) uh, didn't heed griffin's warning and listened to the first 120 episodes first and then jumped to later episodes. Yeah. I say, you know, if after they hit max fun, you you should be safe. Uh, you know, yeah. I enjoy the older episodes, but they're definitely not like what they do now. <laughs> and that's no. probably for the yeah. best. I mean, the uh, yeah, I mean, is different. The audio quality is different. Oh, yeah. The jokes are I'm, different. Like The it's jokes just, are much different. Yeah. The, I like the thing about the early episodes where Travis is recording on a rock band microphone. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, I have I have recorded on a rock band mic before. So have and I. it's, like, not terrible. It's it's not great, yeah. but it's not terrible. Um, it's a good last-minute solution. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, like, especially because back in the day, finding a USB mic was, like, not super easy. <laughs> And there you go. It's a mic with a USB on the end of it. Oh, yeah. But um, so you started in at episode thirty, and when did you submit your first Yahoo? Um. And do you remember it? I do. I do. Oh. Uh, I didn't. I didn't submit a Yahoo for years. Okay. Um. I listened to the show, and after a while, me and some of my friends who I worked with at the time, they were like, you know, we should. This is a shout out to Jeff who turned me on to the show and Logan and all my coworkers who are big Bim Bam fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, we should look at the Yahoos because it sounds like a madhouse, and I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to see actually what it is. And it was, it was just like you think it is, and obviously, probably a lot of you and all of your followers have probably at least tried their hand at it. Mm-hmm. In the old days, it was a lot easier to find Yahoos. They the okay. cert like now they kind of like hey this is an awful one we're just not gonna have it on the website we're just gonna hide this in some search <laughs> bar so you cannot find it. Um, let's see yeah oh the first one I got on was episode one fifty five and the Yahoo was where does the fire go when the fire goes away? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. it's. I, upon hearing these yahoos, like like just going around Yahoo Answers for a second, it instantly impresses upon you how wonderful of a model of show Mbim Bam is, because you hear that, 
you hear, where does the fire go when the fire goes away? And you immediately want to start talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately want to go like, where, where does the fire go? Yeah. Um, that was, that's an amazing, like, because I had not heard of Yahoo Answers before Mabim Bam. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I'd never heard of the website, like. And they're like, yeah, you know, they're just user-submitted questions. I'm like, oh, that seems weird. And then they start, you know, doing them. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is perfect for the medium. <laughs> it's it's absolutely wonderful. And, like, just the sheer quantity. But um, moving off of Yahoo, I mean, like, so you've been in the fandom since back before they were on Max Fun, back when they were just, like, a couple of chuckle fucks doing nonsense. I and think... I think I don't know what was their first episode on Max Fun. I think it was like sure. episode twenty. So I started right oh, when they went okay. over. Yeah. All right. So they had just crossed over to Max Fun. Mm-hmm. They just and... uh, retired their ABBA theme song. <laughs> um, and so you've watched them grow and develop and um mm-hmm. and change over the years. So I wanted to ask you, how does that, um, how has that sort of affected you in the way that you kind of see yourself and have have grown over the years do you feel like the the fandom because we genuinely believe that the fan the macroy fandom is like one of the most you know progressive and you know inclusive Mm -hmm. and just wholesome and good fandoms Mm -hmm. out there because there's just so much toxicity in the world of fandoms you look at you know even steven universe and especially star wars and rick and morty you know it's just like it's a cesspool um but like McElroy fandom, there's not a lot of that going around. And I wanted to get your impression as someone who's been steeped in it for a long time. Like, how has that affected you and your own views and your own um, just sort of way of going about the world? I <laughs> that makes I, sense. Yeah, it's it's a respite from a lot of the other kind of fandoms and nerd stuff in general. Like, I'm a big old nerd. So I like a lot of stuff, and a lot of places just aren't very fun to hang out in. Mm-hmm. But the McElroy fandom always is. And uh, it did probably make me change into a much better person than I was before I was listening. There you have uh, it. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, really, it's, it's true. It's, I was a little shit probably before I started listening. And, uh, and I don't know, It's the fans are so nice. It's very... It's very seldom that I've ever had anything even close to a negative comment. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's just a nice place to hang out. Yeah. I mean, we've even noticed that ourselves because, like, in the last, um, in the yeah, in the last last episode on the Adventure Zone, uh, we accidentally said that um, Aubrey Little was a lesbian when she's bisexual, and rather than like six hundred call out posts calling us like, you know turfs and like terrible people and just like really going down our throats we got like a couple gentle reminders of like hey uh you you know you misidentified her and then we you know addressed it and like now those people who reached out to us on twitter are like interacting with us as friends on twitter like Like sarah the she she and i have like had a repartee back and forth and Haley too we were all making shakespeare jokes couple of days ago because her twitter handle is how like a god which Haley and i both recognized as a twitter as a, a shakespeare reference. hamlet quote yeah yeah mm. yeah that, i heard that episode yeah that was uh that was very that's that's what i like like um a while ago i retweeted something on twitter and i didn't look at the person who tweeted it and someone's mm. like hey that's a funny joke but you gotta take a look at that and i'm like oh wait oh oh god oh god oh god oh god you know uh, delete uh-huh. retweet please god and yeah. it's that's those are the people that i've met through the fandom right. they are they're so nice and if you do make a mistake they recognize it as a mistake right they don't and just they're willing burn to you at the stake you know yeah it's it's genuinely refreshing um to be and it's it's it gives me hope in a weird way um but you know all all reverence aside um <laughs> you uh have also, I, I read somewhere that you, it was your your 200th um, mm. Yahoo Answer, you were at a live show where they read it live, right? Yes, that was at the San Diego Comic-Con show. 
Awesome. And did Last you year. like? Did they bring you up on stage and like? Uh, I'll tell you about that one. Okay. So before the show started, or before I knew I was going, you know, like a month before, and I knew I was getting close to two hundred. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this would be fun if it lined up for the two hundredth episode, and I was there. And then like, it's getting closer, and I'm the nine or ninety seven, ninety eight. I'm like, this would be crazy if it really happens. And so when I was at the show, mm-hmm. I got one question on, and I'm like, okay, cool. If I get one more. I was talking to my buddy I was there with, like, if it happens, I'm going to have to say something. We're going to yell 200 or something. And lo and behold, it's a level 9,000, yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Davenport, and everyone cheers. And I'm like, when the cheering died down, I'm like, that's my 200th. And then they're like, what? What? Hold on, everyone be quiet. That's 200? Get up here. <laughs> That, uh, oh, that's amazing. That's wild. I love, I mean, that's just, it makes me feel so like, like, oh, the Yahoo's, the horrible things I've been sending these nice boys for years. Okay. They're not, <laughs> it's not just junk I've been sending them. Like uh, the first, that's, that must have the been first just, like, live such a, like, vindicating. Yeah. <laughs> the first live show I went to, they had, they brought me up on stage and they, we had never met before or even really talked. And so it was, um, it was very, very sweet. They're, they're all very incredibly nice, which is really yes. wild. And it's, it's their niceness and accessibility that I feel like makes the fans, um, like treat them with respect. Cause you see so often with creators, like people treat them like characters, mm-hmm. Um, and they like demand they do things, you know, like you see, you know, creators like Jake Paul or, or, or like, you know, other YouTubers, they seem like a fake person. They seem like a character. And so you, people meet them in real life and they like think they can do whatever they want with oh, yeah. them. But like the McElroy's have always been very vulnerable and accessible. And so like people tend to treat them like just people, like actual human beings with like lives and feelings because that's what they are. And like, you know, we met Travis briefly. At a signing uh, in in uh, Atlanta, which is how we got that the the bumper that would that plays at the beginning of this episode. Very very um, cool bumper. Yes, <laughs> and um, he was just like super super nice. And the the sweetest thing was we asked if he could record the bumper, and he looked up at like his handler, um, his like assistant. As if, like, can I? And she was like, no, we have to sign, like, a million more comic books. That, <laughs> and he was like, okay. That's very Travis. He would stop the signing. Yes. He's like, all right, bring your recorder out. Let's do it. Everyone just hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. Um, and it's it's also very wild for us to, like, have, you know, we started this podcast as, like, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. And, like the response has been really cool and like the fact that you listen to it and like you know that that like the fandom has just been like wanting this and like is really open to it and like i'm always worried about making a f- i was always worried about making a fandom podcast because i feel like you know people are you know i feel like blue feels of like if i do one thing wrong people are gonna jump down my throats and uh that's just not the case people are just really well yeah, and, I think um, this is a really the like you said the fandom's kind of been waiting for a fan podcast I think because it's the I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah honestly I'm really surprised nobody else has done it yet like that was the thing that surprised me the most when we first started talking about this idea was the fact that it hadn't been done because um, like when Haley presented it to me I was like well surely someone's done that already like surely it's a thing somewhere even if it didn't get very popular and like and then if and then I then I was like if we did this people would call us attention seeking and be like oh you guys are just trying to get famous off the backs of the boys and I was like that's not our intention at all we just really want to talk about the things that we love which is this that's uh, that's so funny because that's kind of how I feel when I first started sending in yahoos regularly <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, wow. I, that I have a little bit of uh, imposter syndrome for that kind of stuff so. I, I send them in and like, oh, I'm getting on the show. I'm getting on the show a lot. I'm like, is that a bad thing? Are people going <laughs> to think I'm in this for the wrong reasons? <laughs> That's God, crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that seems to be going around quite a bit in the 
in the fandom. Yeah. I, you know, we both struggle with that ourselves. And, um, yeah, it's just, it happens. But, like, so here's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, like, you know, um, here's a question. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, have uh, the, has, has anything in this fandom sort of affected you? Like personally, have have is there any moment that you can like point at, like whether it was in a podcast, or you know like something that happened, some interaction that like you can point to as like a genuine moment of growth in your life or some sort of like identification? Because I know for me, you know, uh, I talked about it in the Taz episode, like seeing you know Loop as a character for me as a trans woman mm-hmm. was like really cool for me because it was like the first time I'd seen a trans woman as a character in a thing that wasn't just like boom boom ding 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 she's trans it was just a it was just a fact of her identity and that was like a big moment of growth for me and I I I don't want to speak for blue but I know that you know her hearing Griffin talk about his imposter syndrome with his music really made her feel like you know she's valid as an artist because she does you know she also composes on GarageBand and so is there anything, you know, not, you don't have to answer if you're not comfortable, but um, uh, is there anything you can point to as like a big moment of growth that's come from this fandom for you? Kind of, yeah. Uh, the thing that really gets me is, I guess got me, was just when I first started, and it's changed kind of, like I was a big cynic. I was a big cynical comedy guy in the 90s, like I thought, or even, you know, in early 2000s, like that's what mm-hmm. I grew up on, was that... 90s, 2000s, (laughs) kind of comedy. And then just like, this was like a breath of fresh air because they were sweet. They were nice and they Mm. were respectful and kind and it was still fucking hilarious. Yeah. And so that kind of opened my eyes seemed like, oh, it doesn't have to be. Not every joke is at someone's expense. Why should it be? It doesn't have to be. And it's better if it's not. Damn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like that, the the genuineness yeah. of it. Um, for and sure. they, you know, they they pick uh, on each other, but they're brothers and they love each other, and it's like awesome. It is. It's super awesome. I'm, I'm every time I listen to them, especially when they have like real brothery mm. moments. Um, one of my favorite, and and we will have talked about this in the uh, CISO episode, but the um, the moment when the Travis does a hit, and then right afterwards. When they have like, okay, so the energy we created in the studio today is really uncomfortable. Not like brother uncomfortable, but like professionals yes. working together uncomfortable. Uh, I I related so much, but like the fact that they said that, like talked about the energy we created in the room. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> thank you for addressing that. Um, and it totally like disarmed the whole tension. Um, I, I don't know. They that's cool that you say that because I, I feel the same way. I feel like a lot of us feel the same yeah. way. And, um, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the CISO um, show is, I love the CISO show. Me too. I got a, I got to go to the LA premiere party we had and that was a real blast. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got, That's so cool. Yeah. It was a real, uh, have you guys, um, you watch, of course you've watched the whole thing. Um, yeah, of yes. course. Multiple times. I'll yes. tell you a little... S- on Verve and on CISO. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about the LA premiere party. So, uh, oh, yeah. heck yeah. Uh, it was... We got there, and it was it was jam-packed. It was in this bar called The Last Night. I think it's called The Last Night. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, they had stickers on the table that says, Hello, my name is... like, And you fill it out. And they were all filled with classic McElroy goofs. And it was oh my god, just that. And they had, I think they had a bunch of horse balloons everywhere. And it was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> these these people, these people, they get it, they understand. Everyone in here understands. Yeah. Uh, and the fans have always been, when I go to an event like this, because I don't get like called out on the street like Drew Davenport. I know you. That never happens. Um, but at the right. event, they're so cool. They're so nice. <laughs> no one's trying to be like, hey, so how did you get those Yahoos? Like, what is your secret? Why don't, like, you know, no yeah. one's trying to corner me for any information, which I really appreciate. Right. And I got to meet uh, Lin Manuel Miranda that night. What? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, that's like, what? that's like the big, 
That's the the, the big get so far. <laughs> Lin is a very nice I man. Mean, I mean, g- great oh, job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great job. Um, um, that was really fun. Wow, he's because sorry. I met him and. I was like, hi, and he's like, hold on, you're Drew Davenport. And I'm like, no, that's not how that's not how the interaction's supposed to go. <laughs> that's not how this no. works at all. Yeah, that's not how the interaction oh, goes. Gosh. You're very, very, no. very talented and famous. It's very nice to meet you. <laughs> Here's you're Lin Manuel yeah, Miranda. That's exactly what I said. But you <laughs> You have a Tony. Yeah. <laughs> he was at it there at the party. He was just shaking it around. No, oh, just, he did not have God. the Tony. No. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't that put it past be, him. I would. I would. I, if I had a Tony, would, are you yeah. kidding? I'd carry it everywhere. <laughs> that was a, a that was a really fun night, and I got to dance on stage with him while he sang Remix to Ignition. It was a hell of a time. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, okay, geez. so here's the thing is, like, we joked about having Lynn on this podcast mm. as, like, a McElroy super fan, mm-hmm. but then we realized that it would be better if he heard about this podcast and then we went, hey, do you want to come be in our musical theater history podcast? Oh, that's, yeah, the old, <laughs> the old bait and switch. The old yeah, exactly. Switch. The old switcheroo. Like, I would love to have him come talk about In the Heights because oh, yeah. I'm sure he's sick about talking about <laughs> Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, man. just so you're like, yeah, it's a McElroy fan podcast and he comes on and you're like, oh, I don't know. That, that podcast isn't recording. Well, we have this other one. Yeah, right. <laughs> For some reason, the the goodboysgirls.exe crashed, but uh, yeah, guess we can put it on the other one. one. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's man. a wild story, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That was could you because I didn't know uh, I didn't know he was gonna be there, and then what did the host? Oh, it was Dana came up to me and it's like, oh, by the way. Lynn's coming. I'm like, oh, cool. What? <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, what? I, I kept it cool because they were like, yeah, just, you know, oh. keep it cool until he gets here. Because they did a whole grand entrance with him walking in in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, of course, absolutely. It was, you have to. He was such a good sport. and he was, He's yeah. the king of all Broadway. That's true. <laughs> the great white way. <laughs> um, Golly gee. So here's a question. Drew Davenport, I think you went to Shrimp. Oh, yeah. I was there now. <laughs> I think you I think found that was Shrimp it. Heaven. You found that it. That was it. <laughs> um, so here's my question. What is your favorite Yahoo that you've submitted but didn't get used? Oh. Ooh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> uh, if you can remember. Well, I think I can. You see, I've never deleted them from my... Um, my outbox. You have an archive. I kind of do. Oh, a long good. time ago, That's there amazing. was like they're like we're it. gonna get rid of Yahoo Answers. Every couple of years, they talk about that, and so yeah. I'm like, well, I can't get rid of it yet, can I? Um, mm. Yeah, your archive. You have the true. you have the comprehensive list. Right. All, all the best. I, I won't go through Yahoo all answers. of them, but I did send one in just the other day that didn't make the yeah. show, and I was like. Why didn't it? Did it I, the only thought I had was it must have got read before. It must have got read at some other time. <laughs> yeah. Um, just give me one second. Watch it like get used like. See, in a that's weeks. what I'm, I'm worried about. It got used at a live show, and then there's no way. Oh. oh God, let me see. Dun, 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 dun. And I've been. Uh, it's possible. Did it get submitted in time for the Phoenix live show? Because that was the audio they lost. Oh, it's possible. This one. I put it at the top of the list. Here it is right here from user Gwen. Who was the first person to look huh? in a, at a beehive and think, I bet there's something delicious in there? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really oh good question, though. Yeah, I like that That's one. That's a genuinely first... very good question. Uh, Obviously, it was James, James Honey. James Honey. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. Oh. Yeah, Big Bill B was wax. Oh, he loved that man. stuff. And his, and his, his it, <laughs> it was, was Bert's. Oh, was there Bert. is. Yeah, it was Bert, Bert did it. It was Bert. It was, well, no, it was it was it was Joseph John Honey and his friend Joseph Comb. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then and then they threw all the all the wax away, and their weird neighbor Bert, Bert showed came up and was like, and "I'm gonna make people rub it on their oh, lips." Oh, this this trash for free? I'll take it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my feet, make them smell real good. We have to move away. <laughs> <laughs> now pack your bags and move away. That's where it first came. That was the first use to pack your bags and move away. It's oh all golly. full circle. 
It's the only thing that makes sense. Wowie zowie. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, there's been a, there's a lot of oh, Yahoos that. So um. Uh, I can go back to like I, you know they deleted eventually. I don't have them all saved, but the like the oldest ones I can see like okay this is why this didn't work. This is why this one didn't work. Okay. This is why this one didn't work. I was submitting for a while before I got on the show. Interesting. Uh, Just like persistence. Yeah. On uh, I know. Well, I mean, some... that's 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 a proven. We've proven that that method works. I mean, we did the same thing with Travis. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh, I yeah. heard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. give up. Can you do the bumper? Can you do the bumper? Can you do the bumper? I probably hey, sent. Alex. <laughs> yeah, I probably sent like ten tweets before I discovered Alex, and then I went through her. And I said, hey, can you get me in touch with Travis? He promised me he would do this at a con. And she said, sure. And literally, she goes, I'll email him. And like an hour later, I had a message from him in my inbox. Nice. Uh, it was wild. Yeah, it was crazy. That was, that was good use yeah. of the good channels. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know I know how to do my there job. There you go. Flip, hair flip. Hair, hair flip. flip. Except I don't have hair to flip anymore. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut it nice. all off. Um, she cut it all off to do a, a really good Barry Blue Jeans. Cosplay. That's not why, but it it was yes, yes. It was that very convenient. Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, definitely had to cut my so, beard off for Halloween costumes in the past, and it's it's a sad. Oh moment. no, that's tragic. <laughs> I wanted to cut my hair, nice. so it like just happened to go. I was like, I want my hair gone, and it just happened to be the same weekend I was cosplaying Barry Blue Jeans. I mean, the Adventure Zone's amazing. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking ah. of, um, the the titular Davenport. The who? Um, oh, of, no. of the, the Davenport of, uh, of, of... I'm going to cry, <laughs> Drew. How dare oh. you? Sorry. I was just playing. Get off uh, my podcast. Just playing a little game and with my friend Merle. I think that's his name. Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Davenport. Davenport. Um, um. So that that was pretty early on. I mean, that was, as soon that as they landed on the moon base. Yeah. yeah. So that obviously was for you. And uh, so how how did that feel being like a main running character in? The adventure zone. Uh, at first, I, I hadn't listened to the episode yet, and I was my Twitter was filling up with "Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard?" I'm like, I, I'm gonna have to just turn off the app for a second and listen to the episode, and it was awesome. Um, it's really funny to me at first that he is a dwarf gnome that only says his name, because that is like <laughs> there is a, a certain part of me that's like, I don't. Sometimes I get this. Maybe I should send somebody others and people are probably tired of hearing my name on the podcast. And then, well, that's that's all I can say in this one is my own name. Yeah. Uh, it's I was very oh, very happy and it was a very funny I thought it was a hilarious joke that he only said his own name and then it got real sad and then it got real yeah. meaningful and I was like, "Oh boy, Griffin. Oh boy." Damn it, Griffin. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, Griffin. Why? Oh, man. How did that? So he he didn't like tell you it was nope. going to happen though, right? Not at all. Wow, no, no, just man. like Davenport, and I'm like, ah, here it comes. Wow, crazy. <laughs> That's wild. So so you obviously, I guess, heard Adventure Zone on the Mabim Bam feed first, mm-hmm. right? And then did you start listening to the podcast? when it got its own feed or did you just start listening to it when people said told you your name oh no no no! i was a day one fan i kept listening to it and i had never done i've never played D &D, never played really much tabletop Mm -hmm. games at all uh and it was god Mm -hmm. it makes me want to play so bad Heck yeah! yeah was a- put together, we can put together uh, a super fan D and D group. <laughs> well, you know, and Lin's played now That's too, true. so we should just rope him in. Yeah, rope him in. We'll just do a super fan D and D McElroy fan podcast. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because and- that's how both of us got into D and D was uh, Adventure Zone. Yeah. So. Well, I had um, I remember I first heard about D and D from the Freaks and Geeks episode, mm. um, and then. Always wanted to play after that, but never like was able to get a group together in college. And then, once I listened to the Adventure Zone on the recommendation of my friend Mike, um, hi Mike. Hi Mike. Uh, afterwards, I was like, we need to, we need to 
put together a freaking D&D group right now, and it took like three months, <laughs> but we did it, and I'm still playing that campaign to this day, and it's a year running, a year running at nice. this point, so. Yay! So shout out to my good friend, Mike. Cute. This is really Hi, cute. Mike. Yeah, that um, definitely opened my mind up to D&D and all that. I... I didn't think that was for me, but I'm like this gigantic video game nerd, so it's really not that too far out of the wheelhouse. <laughs> not really. Absolutely. I mean, D&D is just like a video game that you have more control over, because mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like any RPG. I mean, like it's, I mean, it's very similar to like Skyrim in that there is like the DM has a game set up for you, and you get to choose which paths you want to take and who you want to talk to and who you want to interact with. And then, you know, the game kind of progresses from there. But unlike a video game where there's like a set code, right, that and you can't. And a wall. Right, and a wall. You, so you can't go where outside of the That Todd Howard wall. puts in Thanks, the way. Todd Damn Coward. Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. But Damn, Todd uh, there's. <laughs> there's a. Um, you can like you have more freedom because you know if you do something unexpected, the DM can then play with you rather than you playing the DM's game, yeah. which is fun. I love D and D. I I can tell the unexpected part about every time Travis rolls <laughs> something unexpected. Yeah, right. Happens. Well, it's mm-hmm. fucking the same thing about Justin and all the oh, shit that he that's does. True. Oh my god. god! Every time he does something, I'm like, can I? Can I? Does Justin have like a course, I a master class I can take about how to play D and D right? Like Justin, Justin McElroy's Steve Martin's master. Oh, I love right. the Steve Martin bit. Oh, I do. Oh my god, and it's so. I good. some sometimes I think it was a bit forgotten by now, but it was it killed me when I first heard it. It wasn't that long ago, but mm-hmm. like, oh boy. Yeah, it, <laughs> Griffin, and it's so funny because like there's like a there's a bit of like you know just ribbing but there's also like a little bit of genuine jealousy from griffin <laughs> because now right. travis has taken upright citizens brigade improv classes and justin Justin's has taken, taken steve martin's steve master martin's class. master class and griffin has taken nothing as far as i know um, as far as you know but he's also like the most genuinely ridiculous out of the three so yeah it's I, just honestly, created this nobody wild needs it, dynamic I think it's griffin doesn't really he's Mm-mm. He doesn't need it. He's so no, he's bizarre. he's the most. The other two probably took the classes to deal with Griffin. <laughs> to, like, I think they meet they level. might have taken it for literally the podcast to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure on I the mean, Steve Martin thing. Uh, yeah, I saw oh, I saw Travis's uh, UBC show. UCB, or UCB, oh, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It was, uh, <laughs> it was very very I, I, funny. When uh, Haley's a graduate from oh, PCB, nice. so yes, yeah, I I went through the in New York, no, um, but that's wild. You saw his like actual he, like final the final show. show he did, and uh, outside, I didn't know who the, I it must have been someone uh, associated with the theater, and they're like, "Would you like to meet Travis McElroy?" And I was like, oh, "I'm good, <laughs> I'm good, I'll stay out here." But that's very nice of you, because I'll see him afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> but I was like, Travis. It said McElroy, and I, uh, I was like, this is fine. This is fine. No one needs to be corrected on that. That's fine. <laughs> it's not my job to correct people. It's fine. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself that over and over yeah, again. It's fine. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was laughing about Travis misspelling their name in the show notes a couple episodes ago. Did they? Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. It was at the very end, and they were reading the show notes, and Justin goes, Travis, you fucking spelled our last name wrong, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. Oh, man. Good, good Mm. boys. They're great. I am... Man, oh, man. So, so Drew, as number one fan... Uh, Yeah, well, Lynn's going to come after me if you say that, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) As... Number one fan, <laughs> who's not throwing away there his shot. Um, <laughs> is the implication what? that Lynn yeah, is throwing yeah. away his shot? It's when you start uh, when you start throwing fourth brother Lynn's? around, then then the wars start happening. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, here, yeah. Here's the thing: is is uh, Drew Davenport came onto the official McRoy Brothers fan podcast, <laughs> uh, and L- Lynn Manuel hasn't. So if Lynn wants to step up and prove his salt, oh boy, <laughs> damn baby, yeah, going for the throat, <laughs> damn baby, that's my like idol you're talking about. Okay, like let's well, take it I down mean, a notch. 
I mean, uh, so real fan number one <laughs> through Davenport. <laughs> okay, let's put it. I, I would like. I probably would say like Lynn is president of the fan club, and then Drew is the number one fan. Drew is the vice president. That's no, fair, right? The, the conceit we're making here is Drew is the number one fan. Okay. Uh, and uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda is. Um, not a scrub until he comes on the podcast. <laughs> See, I I never got Scott Bakula to do anything, so I don't think I'm the number one fan. <laughs> until you get Scott Bakula <laughs> on my podcast, Lin Manuel Miranda. You also didn't introduce Justin to Jimmy. Bob. That's true. That is true, and and start a friendship that will last a lifetime. Yeah. Right. Well. Okay, we'll give we'll give Lynn the role of fourth brother. I think, I think and, Al Roker's and... fourth brother, actually. I think he won it by combat. What? I think that's <laughs> Oh he did. <laughs> he won by trial by combat. Yeah. Al Roker is bigger than all of the others, so he ate. There them. you go. I think yeah. uh, at the end of that interview he whispered to Travis, Your father's my father now, and then he walked away, which was weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> What? That's a weird thing for Al Excuse Roker to say. Excuse me, Al Roker? What the heck? No, I'm playing. But he is the fourth brother. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Nah, it's all right. We still well, love you. you. Lynn, if you want to challenge your, your mm. crown, uh, we're here. But Drew is fan gotcha. number one. Um, Which is best brother? Oh. Ooh, oh, oh, static. I didn't catch that. Oh, man. I got the feedback from hell over here. <laughs> no, of course I would never ask that. It's like yeah, choosing it, your favorite. It's Clint. Song. But, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's Clint, of course. He's the best brother. Um, but uh, no, the question I want to ask is um, what is your favorite bit? Oh. The boys have had a million bits throughout the years. Yeah. And, what's the one you know, that shrimp like, heaven lives now, with horses. You and that you like quote all the time because like for Haley and I it's fuck you Skinner Skinner <laughs> fuck you I want to go to school I want to go to technical college and learn how to maintain servers <laughs> fuck you Skinner <laughs> we quote that literally all the time yes that's our bit that we love uh, but what is your fave the fave for Bim Bam specifically that I keep coming back to mm -hmm. is Orb is Horse have you not yet? Yeah, oh. somebody, somebody, I haven't heard that one, and somebody linked me to that episode. We will have heard it by the time we record our Mabim Bam episode this week. Awesome, because yes. it. We're, we're going to do a big research dive after Good this. Good luck. Yeah. So, <laughs> There's a lot to um, go through. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, since you've been there forever, mm -hmm. and let's ask you straight yeah. up right now. Well, because um, here's the deal is like, I put out a tweet, and a bunch of fans got back and gave me a whole list of like all the things they thought were important mm -hmm. but since mm -hmm. you've been there like from the beginning i want to kind of get your like i mean so things that like what is the the must yeah things we've been pointed is like we need to talk about candle night because that's super mm -hmm. important we need to talk about the yearly like mm -hmm. the yearly themes right mm -hmm. um uh and then all the bits they do you know munch squad haunted doll watch farm wisdom um Farm Wisdom, Farm yep. Wisdom. And some of the more recent ones, the Riddle, Riddles.com. Oh, God. And the one I just found out about, which is the Celebrity Wine, Why Not? Oh, yeah. Mm, that short-lived one. one. But no, it's good. Yeah. I, it's I funny. I like the Monthly Observances. That's Monthly Observances was one that got recommended a yeah, lot. It's a shame they don't uh, do that anymore. And same up there with Sad Libs. But then again, I, not everyone agrees with me on the Sad Libs. <laughs> I love sad libs. But and then there's also uh, jingles. I'm a jingles. So. Oh yeah, the jingles. Oh yes, like Griffin used yes, to do. the jingles were great. Um, it's but hard. What is the oh, so, oh. Griffin Space the, Jam? The deep dive. Griffin Space Jam. You need that one. Um, I'm actually friends with the guy that made the Griffin Space Jam website, Corey oh, Dutson. Oh uh, yeah, I talked to Corey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, we used to play D and D together for a while, and then I just got we all got too busy, but. He's a good guy. I like him yeah. a lot. I hope he listens to this Better. podcast. Cause, I'm going to yeah. tweet him. Well, Corey tweet, tweet him right now. Yeah. Mid, mid recording. <laughs> hey, what the hell? Corey. From, <laughs> at Drew Davenport tweets at Corey. And he's like, whoa, what's Drew Davenport hey, doing? Hey, what the hell, Corey? Why is he mad at me? <laughs> yeah, his his Twitter is at C. Dutson. Everyone go at him and say, what the hell, Corey? <laughs> I, I talk. Please don't do that. Don't do that. That's such a bad idea. 
Don't, don't do that, yeah. baby. We have that. power now. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was a joke. You've gone kidding. mad with power. This is what's happening. We have responsive. We have responsive trilogies. Okay, now you have to cut it out. <laughs> okay, fine. Thanks. Cool. More work for me. Um, uh, but yeah, Drew. Uh, yeah, it's Needle it's kind of hard to what remember all the good bits because it's like it's your heart hmm. song. Hello? What's your heart What's song? What's my heart song? My heart song is Orvis Horse. Yeah. I have a video of my wife uh, recorded me crying, laughing while I was listening to it. Orvis Horse, uh, okay. And then Glass Shark is always good. Um, oh, Glass yeah. Shark gonna get fat kid. Always good. Uh, what else is there? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. See... If I can put my two mm-hmm. cents in here. I know uh-huh. that Shrimp Heaven Now is like a staple. Yeah. But it's not only is it like one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life, but it's also like very special personally to me because I was on a long road trip with my dad. Because I used to go to school out in Oklahoma, and so we would drive from Florida to Oklahoma Oof. twice yeah. a year. Yeah, wild, right? Um, so we were in the car, and we had listened to all of Invisibilia, which is an NPR podcast that we both really liked. And then we it's like very scientific and spooky. And so we wanted something a little more lighthearted. And I went, oh, dad, you remember those boys I keep telling you about? Well, they put a brand new episode out today. Like it was that day, mm-hmm. Monday, August 15th, I think was what day it was. And I we were in a the date car. Which yeah. shall live in infamy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I put it on like just expecting it to be just another normal episode of Mabim Bam. And little did I know it was like this, like my dad and I had to, pull the car over because we were crying laughing both of us could not see we were laughing so hard <laughs> and it was the best i like it was i mean he still quotes it to me now he's never listened to any other mabimbam episode except that one so that's his only impression of the boys is shrimp heaven perfect now. It's, yeah, it's a perfect impression of the yeah. boys <laughs> yeah no, seriously it's so good uh i was thinking there's a couple more um definitely find if you haven't listened to you probably have mango in the mouth of mango, mm. no, okay. that one. If you're a Travis fan, that's the one to listen to. You'll appreciate oh, that one. Oh boy! Right. We, we, and in this house, we love and appreciate Travis. Mouth, you'll really. love, yes. you'll love his mango rant. And the other one okay. that gets me all the time, and I still listen to this one, is when Griffin. Um, how do I put it? Not accuses. Uh, shows the evidence of Justin's love of Jimmy Buffett. For the first time, <laughs> oh. oh yeah, with, with the yes. Spotify with the sp- recently listened, yes. I've heard that. Uh, you were my classic. brother. <laughs> what happened to you? I trusted you. What happened to you? <laughs> all the whole time, living on island yeah, all time. All the whole time, Justin's just trying to say I had a case of the Mondays. <laughs> and he's like crying. It's perfect. Oh, fabulous! So, level nine thousand. Yeah, Drew Drew at Drew Davenport. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure I, having absolutely. you on. I do want to uh, mention one other thing. As I'm, I put it in a little note that I'm like, I should yes. tell this story. Okay, go oh, ahead. absolutely. I was going to ask stories. closing remarks, but this is uh, There was one time I went, they performed at Los Angeles PodCon. They performed their first live mm-hmm. Adventure Zone show there. It was a good one. It was the Crab, mm-hmm. the Crab Kingdom one. And so, okay. oh yeah, that's a good one. After the show, they had uh, a party, and I was sitting there uh, with a plate of tacos, watching people do karaoke, including uh, Justin Travis, who did uh, "I Would Walk a Thou- uh, Five Thousand Miles." And <laughs> I was sitting there, and I hear from across the room, "Drew, Drew, Drew," and I'm like, "Who's calling me?" And it was Justin and Travis, and they kind of. Holy they kind of hustled over and were like, Drew, we didn't know who else to tell. Drew, look at this. And they hold in their hand, and it is a guitar pick that has the Adventure Zone on it. Like, And I'm like, what is this? What, you guys are making guitar picks? He's like, our dad printed out like 150 of these guitar picks to hand out to people. <laughs> I play guitar now, and so does Haley. They are I, they are a rare uh, commodity, I guess. Because yeah, he had a he had a wristband with a holster for guitar picks, 
And he was pulling them out and being like, hey, I'm glad you like the show. And Justin and Travis were like, look at this. Look at this thing. <laughs> like, it's great. <laughs> Wait, Clint had a wristband? Clint had a guitar pick wristband. Oh my god! I love my dad. Yes. He's the oh best. God. He was very, very I love sweet. Him so much. Oh my god! <laughs> what a, what a sweet boy. old man. I love him. I'm gonna cry. Oh, that's so perfect. Have oh you, man, that's the that's best. Story. Have you had a chance to meet Clint yet? No. Not yet. Here's you have awesome. interacted with him. Though. I have. Well, when early in my days in the Adventure Zone fandom, I was super. I started writing fan songs, which I mentioned before. And um, I wrote, I did a cover of the Crystal Kingdom that I like arranged myself using my computer. And I did the best I could to try to match Griffin's instrumental as closely as I could. It was a test to see like how well I could match up my garage band sound files with his. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I recorded my voice with it because I was like, yeah, why not? And I was gonna put a robot effect on it, but I was kind of like, I kind of like the way it sounds. Oh, the other thing I did is I wrote a bridge. Mm. So I wrote I wrote an extra like eight measures that goes in the middle. Nice. In between the the uh second and third section of the song. And so Clint heard it and was like, Your voice is lovely, great job, and followed me on Twitter. Oh. Um and then several months later I wrote a Merle song that he heard and loved. And literally he goes, Hey, this is amazing. Do you wanna write a musical with me? And I went, Um, yeah, wow. I do. <laughs> And I've asked him about it a couple other times in DM, and he says it's still in process. So I haven't heard from him since then, but hopefully that But we've been happens. working on it. Yeah. Well, if there's any um, rules for an old Yahoo druid, you just let me know. I'm just oh, playing. Oh, you know it. You know it. Uh, you absolutely A druid know or a shaman. You, you'll at least, or... if nothing else, you'll at least have front row seat tickets to the opening. That's all night. I could ever ask for. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm sure it's going to kill. Um. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, level 9000, Yadru Druid, Drew Davenport. Yes, on to this have, such day, an, have such an icon on our podcast. Oh. I'm so glad to have you. You guys got to get the, uh, on the other day, ones, too. You got to get the other uh, submitters on here. Yes. Yeah. Got to do, like, a whole run of it. Um, but on this day, you have leveled <gasps> up through what? your benevolence. Yes. No. Yeah. Drew Davenport, I now pronounce you level 9001. Yadru Druid. You hear that, Griffin? I did it! I did it! (laughs) Look at me now, Dad! You never said I could do it, I did it! You never believed in me, Dad. Except for that one time I was level 44 million, Yadru Druid. (laughs) I think the highest you got was like 10 billion. Um, there's, there's, there is on the wiki a graph of your level price. I, I, yeah. I don't know if you've you know seen what. Let that. me say the the folks that run the wiki. Thank you so much. They're so dedicated. If you wanna, oh if you wanna see Fabulous. something really funny, you should look up the show notes for the San Diego Comic Con show, uh, because in the trivia section it says. This wiki was out of date by four months and only showed that, uh, or like a month and a half, and only showed that Drew Davenport had 186 yahoos. However, the night that he went up, he correctly predicted his 200th yahoo, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, Thanks. that's very sweet. Well, ba- now I want to get the the wiki of people on the you podcast. You should. That's a great, that's yes. great. Because they're probably unsung heroes yeah. of the fandom. I know th- they're also hilarious. Have you read the boys' oh, like bios? Oh my god, they're the so funny. All of them contain the line like, "It could be Travis." We're not sure. They all sound very. Oh, similar. I had that problem starting out. I was right there with. Okay, see, yeah. I didn't. I don't. Okay, here's my theory. Baby, you're a voice teacher. Yes. Okay, that's my theory. Is like, not only am I a voice teacher, but I'm an audiator, which I recently found out is not something everyone can do. But basically, like. When I read text, I hear it in the voice of the person that it's coming mm. from. So, like, when Haley sends me text messages, I read them in mm-hmm. her voice, which is very difficult sometimes because her speaking voice is very different from her text voice. So she sounds a lot more melancholy in her texts, but that's another story. So I know. I know. When I, like, hear hear them, like, I never had a problem identifying Justin Griffin, like, 
Travis. Everybody gets Justin and Travis confused. Even my siblings, they're like, okay, is that Justin or Travis? I'm like, how do you not know they're so different? They don't sound anything alike. Yeah, it was. it's Justin and Travis. It used to be, for me, hard. Like, when I first... That's so yeah. When I first started, I was un, in my head, well, this is hopeless. I will never know the difference between these two guys. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I never had that experience. That's so crazy. Well, it's like, it's that thing of like, you know, a lot of people said in the beginning of like the Beatles career, they're like, I can't tell the difference. They all look the same. Yeah. Um, but then like you take like a second to look at them and you're like, okay, well that one's definitely Ringo. <laughs> um, but, but like, yeah, no, once you get exposed to the fan, like exposed to their content over and over, but um, you, you, you start to get it. But, Drew, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate well, it. Thank you um, for having me. And absolutely, is there anything you wanted to plug or uh, yes. put out um, there for people to know your Twitter? Yeah, I'll, anything I'll give like out that? My Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at the underscore Davenporter. My last name with er at the end, and it's not a goof on the Jason Statham franchise, The Transporter, though. People have told me, oh, that's hilarious. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> Nothing against Mr. Statham. That's not where my head was. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could follow me there. Um, you can uh, look up a very old five-hour energy commercial where I'm in Lederhosen. That's a good one. Uh, what? <laughs> you know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a I was like, minute. what else have I done? Oh, not much. I do a lot of theater. Uh, not so much anymore. Hey, hey. What's up? Hey, how do you not have a podcast yet? Oh, yeah. Well, you see, I'm very nervous about that. I feel like in my head, yeah. I'm like, I got maybe one good shot at like really getting people. And if if I put out something that's awful, I'll be like, everyone will be like, oh, well, that was not. I'm like, oh, okay. no. <laughs> Let me debunk that yes. for you because... I've been making podcasts for about two years now, and my very first podcast mm -hmm. was a Buffy fan cast that I made with my roommate in my freshman dorm, and I didn't have any recording equipment, so we just used the audio, like the ambient noise from my laptop to record the first three episodes. And then we both got busy and didn't record any episodes after that. And then I got more ideas for podcasts. And then I met my beautiful girlfriend, and she was like, we're going to make things happen. And so... I, I think it would help if you found a, a podcast partner. Yeah. You could make it happen. Having somebody else motivates you. And you always have a home on Lunar Light Studios if you wanted to submit Aww. a podcast to us. Thank you. We'd be happy to, to host you and help I'm you. I'm going to... Actually, this was the... like I've been on one other podcast, but uh, it's so old and it was just for a friend thing. Um, sure. I'm actually probably going to do another one, a uh, movie cast. I'm going to be a guest on that in a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure it hasn't dropped yet, so I'll follow my Twitter for that, and I might have something uh, right. down the pipeline coming up. So yeah, awesome, very cool. Well, we'll keep an well, eye out you. for that, and and thank you oh, again. And uh, uh, this was yeah, really fun. Thank you, thank awesome. you for having this show for the fans. To be honest, it's true. <laughs> it's nice well, to hear. Of, it. of course, you're welcome. I mean, like we're we're just happy to be a part of the. Of the greater awesome. fandom at yeah. this point, and of the ethos um, and the mythos, and it's genuinely very validating to have you on the show because you're you're the Drew Davenport, <laughs> and I know you don't feel like a big deal, but like we've been hearing your name for years. Oh man, at this point it's true, and you're um, one of the best characters on the Adventure Zone. So, you know, you hear that? Like you hear that, everyone else? <laughs> you hear that, Griffin? <laughs> this goes out to the other members um, of the. Uh, the red robes. You hear that? I'm the best. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, you are Captain. That's true. Boy, so you are Captain. That's true. Um, so thank you so thank much, you. Drew. This has been an absolute pleasure. And um, for everyone else out there, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can check out our other shows on LunarLightStudio.com. Uh, that is our network. We have. Uh, another show that we just put out another episode the day that we recorded this uh, Tin Pan Diddly Do uh, where we talked about Les Mis mm -hmm. um, our and musical theater history podcast with the worst name in the world arguably or the best who knows or the best who knows um, <clears throat> and uh, yes and we also have uh, my own personal uh Comedy podcast, Snub Dub, yep. Blue, you have my animated movies podcast will be out by this point uh, that's Ink Tank and, uh, and um, then we also host uh, Storyboard and Netflix and Kill, 
which is a Netflix uh, horror movie podcast hosted by some of my f- friends from college. So it's we got a lot of good stuff going on, folks. Come on over and check it out. Um, make sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We love all of your reviews. We, we read, read all every of them. single oh. one of them. I'm and not going to read any on read any thank yous on this episode because we're recording it so early in advance. But thank you to those of you that do leave us reviews. We really appreciate it and love you Aww. very much. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, Lunar Light uh, HQ, mm-hmm. um, and uh, our uh, Good Boys Girls uh, Good Boys Girls uh, Twitter handle, which is at Good Boys Girls TM. Um, which still haven't told that story. Still haven't told that. We might have told that story by now. Well, actually, you know what? On the Drew, Drew Davenport episode, why don't we tell the I'd story? I'd love to hear it. Of, okay, you want me to tell my Twitter saga? Yes. I feel like I need to stand up for this because I get okay. so angry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. I'll do the Greek chorus. Here's the deal. Whoa. Hold on. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So when we started this podcast, like... One of the things that I've learned from the boys is that it's very important to establish your brand, yes. right? And mm-hmm. part of establishing your brand is making sure you have good SEO and making sure, like, if I Google good boys, girls, like, we want to be the first thing to show up. Which, uh, <laughs> so I went to Twitter and I tried to make an account using the handle at the good boys, girls, but that handle was already taken. And so I went, oh, well, that kind of sucks. I probably can figure something else out, but let me just go see what this account is. So I went to look it up. It's an account that was made in, like, 2009, tweeted once, and then hasn't tweeted since then. Oh, boy. That's awful. Yeah. And so it's, like, super old, Uh debunked account. And so I was like, okay, well, I know that in the past the boys have managed to get Twitter to give them a handle from a defunct account that doesn't work anymore, so maybe I can try to get in touch with Twitter. So I went to their help center on their app, and first of all, they have, like, four categories of things to help with. And what I was looking for was not listed in any of the categories. And there's no, like, other option where it's, like, I don't have... One of the, my, my problem is not listed here. Please give me a way to contact you. There's no like other, mm-hmm. right? So I went, okay, well, I'm going to try to get in touch with them. So first of all, there's no email on their website. There's no phone number on their website and there's no address on their website. So I had to Google Twitter email address and Twitter phone number to find other ways to get in touch with them. So, called the phone number. Yeah, called the phone number, right? So I found the phone number. I called the phone number. It sends me to an automated voicemail, which says uh, press one for uh, customer service, press two for something, and press three for employment verification. So I press one for customer service, and it sends me to an automated voicemail that says, if you're looking for help, please go to twitter.help.com. So it sends me back to their fucking website after I ask for help. I call the phone to get help, and it sends me back to their website. And so it's just this infinite loop of like, and so I found out from other people who said they had sent emails to Twitter before that the emails tend to bounce back. Like they don't even go through. Or they just completely disappear, which I don't know how that works. So my only option at this point is to just fucking send them snail mail because and I'm like, I'm so furious. I was mad about this for three days. Haley can tell you, like, every time it she was, called me, I would answer the phone would and be, be like, like, what? Fuck Twitter. God damn it. I made an angry video that I never posted. It's like a 10 minute video of me driving in my car, just yelling about how mad I am at Twitter. Because like, <laughs> if there's one thing I value in life, more than anything else, it's good customer service. A business is only as good as its customer mm-hmm. service. And so because of that, Twitter is a shitty company and a bad business. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. I hate it but so, so much. So what we decided was because the only way you could claim a handle is if it infringed upon a trademark. Right. We were like, well, maybe we can trademark the good boy. Oh, girls. yeah. We, tra- we looked into right. it really we tried expensive. Trademarking. <laughs> we tried trademarking the brand. It's really expensive because then we were going to like go to that account and be like, hey, this is our trademark. They're infringing on our brand. It's our now so then um, as a joke then, i made our handle good boys girls tm that's a good way of thinking about it though. that's a great move trying to trademark it that's hilarious and yeah it was so it was such a wild just oh my god i i'm over it now because like i mean we got to the point where like travis made a thing so i guess we are kind of good boys girls tm like we're official mm-hmm. 
So I don't feel bad about it anymore. When we started out, I felt really bad because I was like, oh my God, people are going to think that we're like cocky and rude and stupid. But honestly, I just couldn't get the Twitter handle (laughs) I wanted. (laughs) It's all. And I couldn't figure out what else to do. Like, oh, so I was like, well. It was such a situation. Yeah. Here we stand and (laughs) we have... And I'm sitting down and because people God, and I'm, loved I'm ones and everything's okay. Take a breath, baby. <laughs> I'm so, I'm while sorry. we wrap this up, I'm cool. But um, thank you all so much for listening. Yes. Uh, and um, yes. Drew, do you are you familiar enough with our show to know our outro? Oh, I think so. Take a hammer and fix the podcast. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> thank you all for listening. See you on the next one. Bye. Yes. Look at me.